I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym. I am an erotic writer. Also, I produce the live show Bedpost. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show into my library (laughs) (laughs) to to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, we have special guest, longtime friend of mine, uh, actor, writer, cake lover. Mm Mm-hmm. Hillary Wilson. Hello. <laughs> Do you have a radio voice? I think this is it. I think I found it. <laughs> it feels very good. It feels good to talk like this. Um, um hi. Hi. <laughs> We're in the library again. We're in the library, and I have to say that I am <laughs> loving it down here. I think I'm going to... I feel like I should record down here. It's great. I'm going to have to listen back and see how it sounds, but I feel like it's... Perfect. It's really, it's like got a great combination of like homey mm-hmm. slash business meeting vibe. Yeah, there's like a huge long We're conference, at like a conference table, table with these like so many spinny office chairs. I'm going to try all of them by the time this is over. <laughs> yeah, just be like echoes. Just like, hello! Hello! From the end of the room. Yeah. Hillary. Erin. What's up? Nothing! Hillary and I have been friends for a long time. A really long time. We used to do uh, community theater. That's right. Together when we Hamilton. were when we were teens. Yeah, I probably met you when I was sixteen. Yep, that sounds about right. Are we the same yeah. age? I'm thirty three. You're a year younger than I am. You're so 34? yeah, I was probably like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, I turned thirty four yesterday. You did. I did. Happy belated. Thank you. I've officially outlived Jesus. <laughs> Which is like really my only goal in life, so everything else is gravy. Yeah, you'll just. I'm just like, whatever now. Fuck it. Can I say fuck on this podcast? You can say. Fuck it! You can say fuck. Fuck it. Yeah, so I was like. Fuck yeah, you can say fuck. So yeah, Outlive Jesus, that was my only goal. Did you do something special for your birthday? I tried to get my friends to crucify me and no that's they wouldn't terrible. do it that's terrible. That's... um no they wouldn't do it uh yeah just like had some friends we went for mexican food mm-hmm. and i just made everyone tell me how great they think i am did you honestly yes <laughs> what they say do you no one could come up with anything shut yeah. up <laughs> imagine i'm so depressed <laughs> i'd be like i can't believe i invited you assholes for mexican food <laughs> Yeah, no, it was a a really good time. Oh, that's lovely. I totally didn't know that. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Um, birthday. So, sex, Hillary. Oh, that's what this is about? Oh, God. Oh, my God. I didn't tell you. I thought we were going to talk about cake. (laughs) You're like, introduce me as a cake lover. That's why I... That's why I said that. (laughs) That's the only reason I said that. Yeah. (laughs) Wanted to be thematic. I do love cake, though. Do you? Yeah. We don't have to talk about that, though. I'd love to talk about cake. Like, I would put it anywhere (laughs) inside me. I was just going to ask. That's so funny. I was just going to ask, would you ever sit on a cake erotically? 100%. (laughs) 100%. 
Because there was one show, oh, United States of Tara. Uh huh. Which I've Have never seen. Have you ever seen that? No. Where one of the, the daughters sits on a cake, sits on cakes for, like, she's a webcam girl that sits on cakes. I'm feeling very excited right now. <laughs> Do you want to Google that? I. Right now. Want to go home and sit on a cake <laughs> and Google it at the same time. While watching a video of a girl sitting on a cake. Sorry to cut this podcast short, your but I gotta go. <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like you'd get an infection, though. If you you would one hundred percent get an infection. Like if you didn't shower immediately, one thousand percent you would get an infection. <laughs> you would. Some people get an, like a yeast infection just wearing weird underwear, like I'm not gonna... breathable underwear. No, totally. So sitting on a cake. Okay, but here, this I'm not going to say a name because, <laughs> but a friend of mine <laughs> sat on a cake. No. Made a homemade sugar scrub. This story has gotten so much mileage. I'm not going to say who it is, but she knows who it is. And a lot of other people. <laughs> she know knows who, who she is. She made a homemade sugar scrub with like coconut oil and like vanilla and stuff like that. And she was like, I am going to scrub myself from head to toe. Okay. And she was like, this is great. I'm going to taste like a cupcake. And she just like went to town. And this thing has sugar in it. Yeah. It, it was like sugar. sugar and coconut oil. It was and mostly like, sugar. Correct. So scrubbing away at her lady business, like a couple days later, wakes up and was like, oh, dear Lord, something is terribly wrong. <laughs> I, what have I done to myself? What have I done? Doesn't put the two together. So no. she goes to like, fucking, she thinks she has an STD or yeah, something. Yeah, she goes yeah. to like a yeah. clinic. Yeah. yeah, she goes to a clinic and the woman, <laughs> this, these are her words. She's like, said to me, the thing you never want to hear from a doctor when you have your legs in stirrups, which was, oh my. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> she was like, you know what? You actually have a condom in there. What? Yeah. She was like, you have a condom inside you. And she was like, no, I do not. <laughs> she was like, I haven't been using condoms. No condom. Then the, the other what? one was like, hmm. Actually, it, could it be a tampon? Like, do you have a, an old tampon stuck up there? And she was like, no. And the woman what? was like, okay, well, then you need to go to Shoppers Drug Mart and get some Canestin. Yeah. It's like she gave herself the worst yeast infection of all time. What was she, what was she seeing? What was the doctor seeing in yeast. there? How, what? what? This is blowing my mind. Yeah. But how it was much like physical? A, it was like a microbrewery in there. What the fuck? Yeah. That happens, so you can see like a I physical, guess. like apparently, I guess, foreign so. object. Yeah, like I guess it had built up so much. Oh my fucking! That she could actually god. see it. Oh my fucking! The doctor was just like, god. "Oh my god!" Yeah, isn't that the best? <laughs> oh my god. So maybe I won't go sit on a cake. <laughs> so let's not. Maybe, maybe let's fully not do cake that. immediately into shower. I wonder if if you put some saran wrap on your butt. It wouldn't be the same. Mm, probably not. Because people that do that, I think they have, you know, there's like a messy fetish. Yeah. Where people just like, like pies and like yeah. stuff just slathered over them. Yes. I feel like it's part of a messy fetish. To sit on a cake. Yeah. I wouldn't get the exact same. I, the, I don't want to spread pie all over my body. No, I don't want to do that either. But you know what I like when like you're using like. I like like a massage oil uh-huh. like all over me where yeah. I feel like I'm a glistening like <laughs> messy just thing. Like, yeah. I like that. Just like super slippery. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's different. Is it? That's not a messy. Well, massage oil is supposed to go all over your body. That's true. That's true. But like pie has crust <laughs> and like chunks. it's really buttery. That would be hard to wash off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like being dirty. <laughs> that's true. I don't know. 
And, like, that would have to be somewhere very specific where, like, you'd have to be over hard surface that yes. you can clean. Don't want carpet. Yeah, you or can't bed. Do, yeah, you can't do that over... <laughs> nope. Fabric. Fabric of any kind. Couch. Dog bed. Nothing. <laughs> dog bed. <laughs> Just throw by at your dog. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, it's so hot right now. <laughs> my dog is so hot. Ugh. I had, um, I've only had one yeast infection uh-huh. during, I had like a bad reaction to an antibiotic. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you heard of that? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how you got to eat yogurt when you have, when you're taking an antibiotic. Yes. I know that now. My mom always used to tell me that. To eat yogurt while you're having yeah. an antibiotic? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it kills all the bacteria. And even the good ones, even the good ones. Yeah. 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 You know what? Yeah. I forgot. I, I think I forgot that until right now that you should well, eat yogurt. You're welcome. You for, just reminded me. <laughs> I'm lucky. I haven't had more. You are. I've been on antibiotics. Where have I been? Where were you? <laughs> Next time you're on antibiotics, text me and I'll make sure that you're, you're t- supposed to remind me to do Get some activity. I don't know. I feel like I've said a lot of brands already. I'm like, Canestin, Activia. So hit me up, guys. Sponsored by. Yeah, I could use like a case of Canestin and a case of Activia. Um, So, Hillary, you are on the next show, which is September 23rd. Correct. And your segment Uh is Ask a Real Life Lesbian. That's correct. (laughs) You're a real life lesbian. I am a real life lesbian. It's real life, not just on TV. No. No. I do play one on TV, though, as well. <laughs> You're not just gay for play. Nope. Gay for pay. Gay for pay. Gay for play. I'm all of those things. All of the, all of the above. Yeah. You have kind of a funny coming out story. I feel like, or, or well, at least kind of when you realized when you realized you were gay. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was always sort of there in the back of my mind. Yeah. That I was probably gay from like puberty. Yeah. Um, How did you know it was back there? Uh, because there's like you know this little ones <laughs> being like, I think you might be gay, and you're like, you shut up. <laughs> You shut up, yeah. tiny voice! <laughs> you know, and I would always just be like, no, I just, like, I just have really close relationships with women. Right. It's just, you know, and stupid now looking back on it. But, uh, <laughs> it's not stupid. I was a late bloomer, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know. Just in general? Just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the question? Oh, yeah, coming out. Okay, so fast forward past all of this stuff, and I was in a relationship, like a pretty serious relationship with a guy in my early 20s. Yeah. I mean, his, his, the relationship with him really helped me come out in a way, which sounds weird maybe. And like, that's probably not what he wants to hear. Um, <laughs> so I won't send him this podcast link. <laughs> I mean, cause I really cared about him a lot and he was a great guy and we liked a lot of the same things. And he treated me really well, but it just wasn't enough, mm-hmm. you know? And I had spent so many years just being like, oh, it's not the right guy. It's not the right guy. It's not the right guy. Yeah. And then it was the right guy. Yeah. And it still wasn't right. It wasn't enough. And so that really made me go, huh. Reevaluate. Um, yes. So, I mean, that has nothing to do with him. He's a great guy. And he was a great guy. And honestly, if I was straight, I'd probably be married to him. You yeah. know? So, like, yeah, that's not a reflection on him in any way. Neither is the story I'm about to tell you. But <laughs> I will say that... You know, when you're having sex that you don't necessarily enjoy all that much, mm-hmm. you start to think about a lot of other things during it, <laughs> which happened to me a lot. <clears throat> and uh, so the, my one story that I tell all the time is it starts with, so I was holding on to my own ankles. <laughs> I was on my back holding my ankles. <laughs> and, you know, he's doing his thing. And in my head, I'm thinking, huh, I'm really hungry right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I could... What do I want to eat? <laughs> hmm, I could have... 
Like chips? No. <laughs> like cereal. That's it. Cereal. I want cereal. I was like, maybe some Raisin Bran. Which, like, is there a less sexy cereal than Raisin Bran? <laughs> Probably not. Like, it wasn't even, like, Captain Crunch or something like that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's no. sexy. Super sexy. And he's got a hook for a hand. <laughs> yeah. Woo! And, uh, Man in uniform, right? Yeah. Come on! He's got a beard. He's like a hipster pirate. Yeah. <laughs> so hot. Um, yeah, so I'm, like, thinking about Raisin Bran, and then my brain is literally like, how do they get two scoops of raisins in there? Shut up. Do they... Is it a machine? I mean, it must be a machine, but... Like, imagine if that was somebody's job, just with two scoops of raisins, and I was like, oh, you're done? Great. I'm starving. <laughs> like, and then I was just like, you know, I think I need to think about this. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. you know, I hear friends of mine talk about sex, and no one ever is talking about how raisin they're thinking bram. about raisin bram. <laughs> so then, yeah. So then I was just like, okay, well, I have some questions to answer. Yeah. For myself. Honestly, after that yeah. time, yeah, yeah. you started to think, hey, maybe Something's I should really not right. Yeah, sh- yeah. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be thinking of Raisin Bran. Yeah. And then what happened from there forward? Like what? Well, we, he and I probably dated for a few more months after that. And then I was just like, I can't do this. I'm not even 100% sure why. Mm. I just can't do it. Again, I have to say that I'm like late bloomer, pretty naive as like a teenager and not really super self-aware mm-hmm. um so you know most people would probably be like you're gay motherfucker <laughs> but like for me i was just like what's going, going on, on here it must be me like am i a terrible person so i think so then i broke up with him like quite poorly yeah um which i've since apologized for and it's all fine but yeah but um yeah didn't handle that super well and then it still took me like probably like took you about eight months of like really like cliche soul searching like just like like, like what listening to Did like women's folk music <laughs> yeah like and just like lying on the grass and staring at the sky yeah. and going on long walks yeah. uh, and like thinking and uh until i thinking about what were you what kind of I things get, i don't know i just i guess i was like like i would think about women and think is that something that I want? Like, is is a relationship with a woman something I want? Is sex with a woman something that I want? And I would think about that a lot and mm-hmm. just sort of observe my physiological response to right. those thoughts. Right. And, you know, and then also there's a lot of other stuff like, well, how will my friends and family react to this? Because I was in my early 20s. Yeah. And everyone knew me as a straight person. Yeah. So it's just weird to have to think I need to make this announcement to everybody. So yeah. it was a lot of, like, grappling with that. Yeah. And, uh, but I figured it out. Yeah. I got there. So how did you, how did you come out to your friends and family? Well, I was, I started dating a girl. Yeah. And. <laughs> I started dating a girl. Started and that, dating that a girl. And people were like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, like, came out to some of, like, sort of, like, my friends. Coming out to your parents is scary, even if you're in your early 20s. Yeah, eh? Like, and I mean, I knew my parents were open-minded about yeah. a lot of things. But, you know, it's different when it's your own child. And I'm yes. an only child. Oh. And, you know, regardless of how great your parents are and all that, like, parents have certain dreams and expectations for their children. I think yeah. that's natural. It always happens. Yeah. So <clears throat> I was nervous. Yeah. And uh, I was dating a girl. <laughs> yeah. She was like always at our house. I was yeah. living with my parents still at the time. Okay. And so they, d- they didn't know she was your girlfriend. Correct. Obviously. But she like 
came over a lot and like we would like go into the basement yeah like yeah and they were like they'd be like i'm coming downstairs like really oh yeah totally okay so they so they're like on to me but like not saying anything so then um so then (laughs) this is how i came out to my parents so my girlfriend and i had been she had brought over a film called if these walls could talk to have you ever seen that film no is it a horror no it's a great movie there's an if these walls could talk one i've never seen it okay (laughs) if these walls could talk two is about lesbians and it's uh it's like three vignettes And so, like, the first vignette is, like, older lesbians, and, like, one of them gets sick and is in the hospital, and it shows, like, what the repercussions of that are for the partner. Like, the partner is not considered a partner. Um, Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, legally. Legally. Yes. Um, It's obviously set a little further in the past, and just, you know, looking at that kind of relationship. And then the second one is, like, teen, like, college students in the 70s relationship. And then the last one is... Like, two, like, 30-year-old lesbians trying to have a baby. Okay. Played by Ellen DeGeneres and Sharon Stone. And they have a really, really? They have a really hot sex scene. <gasps> How old are they in it? Probably, like, in their, thir- like, 30s? Maybe, oh like, late God. 30s? That's cool. Yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. Nice. Um, so she had brought that over and we watched it, and then she left it there. Okay. I maybe on purpose I don't know like unbeknownst to me like I didn't notice that it was there and it was on the tv stand Mm -hmm. and so like a couple days later I come home and my mom's in the basement and I like come downstairs and she's like hey um you guys left your film on the tv stand and I was like oh did we and she's like yeah I uh, read the back of it it's uh it's a movie about lesbians and I was like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh she's like anything you want to talk about yeah yeah and I was like okay this is it <laughs> this is it it's happening right now it's happening it's all happening so i was like uh let me go get dad and she was just like my mom's like eyes are like saucers right like i was like yeah i'll go get dad we'll be right back so and that was it that was the beginning of the conversation and it was very long it was hours long really my mom had a lot of questions they, yeah she asked questions a eh? lot of the responses were none of your business ah! <laughs> um my fair, dad was fair. very quiet yeah as dads typically are what kind of questions did she ask? Do you remember? She was asking, like, well, I mean, if you know you're a lesbian, then you must have, you must be having sex with her. And I'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, what, like, yeah. okay, yeah, I'm an adult. I'm, a, I'm in my 20s. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. And that's fine. And she was like, well, how do you know if you've never had sex with a man? I was like, I, I have. have had sex with a man. She's like, what? Like, it was just like... <laughs> just so much dropping so in. So much. Yeah. Like, I don't know For what her. she was thinking. Like, my mom and I have never had a really, like, super close relationship. So it's not like when I lost my virginity, I was told her about it or anything. Like, right. we never so talked about just, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it was a lot of, like, a lot of, like, sexual questions, which it's fine. But I just be like, it's, I'm an adult. Like, it's none of your business. Just chill out. Yeah. You I don't know? need to tell you. I don't need when to tell I you. When I was, maybe if we had the sex talk when I was 14. Correct. And you were, were you didn't want me to have sex at that point. 100%. And I, then sure. Yeah. And I don't even know that she didn't want me to do it. I just think she wanted to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, no. Which, yeah. Which, no. Like, go on the internet. Like, <laughs> and then, so that. my dad's quiet through the whole thing. And then my mom is like, well, do you have anything to say? And my dad says, <laughs> my dad goes, well... You're my daughter, and I love you. And if I'm honest, this is not what I hoped for you. Mm-hmm. But you know, nothing's going to change the fact that I you're care my daughter about you and, and you're I my love daughter. you. Yeah, which is 
a fine response. Which is a fine response. You know, my dad is very resistant to change. And my dad and I have always had a very close relationship. And I think he thought that everything was going to change. Right. You know? Which it's not. It's not. But I think at the time he thought, like, I was going to come down the next morning with, like, a buzz cut and, like, two arms full of tattoos, you know, and just be, like, an asshole. Like, I don't know what he thought lesbians were, but... Yeah. And then nothing changed, and he was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, I'm fine with this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did, um, so, were you living a more open life then, did you feel like? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In your house, at least? Yeah, for sure. With your parents? Yeah. And, like, the good thing about coming out when you're in your 20s is that you're... It's, like, not as scary in the world. Yes. Um, Because I was like, I'm an adult. I have a job. Like, my friends are all great. And nobody's been, like, shunned me for it. Yeah, no real negative reactions. No real negative reactions. Like, uh, super lucky. Like, I feel very, very fortunate. Yeah. So that's not uh, everyone's coming out Absolutely not. And, like, dealing with that when you're 14 is a nightmare. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, even if... Like I always said, I never worried that like my parents were going to disown me or kick me out of their house. Mm. But even if they had, I was an adult and had a full-time job. Like it's not like there was no danger there. You know, it's not like I would have been a 15 year old on the streets. Yeah. It wasn't like a high risk situation to come out to parents. Absolutely. Yeah. Which it is for a lot of people. people. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally recognize that and feel really lucky, um, for my experience. Yeah. Yeah. And also with my friends, all my friends were very accepting. Like everyone was like, okay. Yeah. Did even anyone like care? No. (laughs) Most of them were like, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right, yeah. right. They all knew I was like, much. what? Why didn't anyone tell <laughs> me? you tell me? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so it was, I, I definitely, it's always, it's like a, a weight lifted off your shoulders. That's so cliche, but it totally is. Like, yeah. yeah. Just but then one I, less I sort of went through like this, like small period of where I thought, like I dressed the way I thought a lesbian was supposed to dress. Ah, interesting. And I would yeah. do things that I thought a lesbian was supposed to do. Like what? Like, you know, like I was like listening to a lot of like lesbian like vlogs, yeah. like watching a lot of lesbian vlogs Yeah. and just being like, just like carrying myself the way that those lesbians carried themselves. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. And I think totally. that that's natural. Totally. It's kind of weird when you're in your twenties. Like <laughs> you it's be- better <laughs> when you're like 15, I think. You're gonna go through that when you're, and your friends are like, why are you wearing suspenders? Like, you know, I've never seen you wear suspenders before. Like all of a sudden I have a bow tie on every day. Like it was, the- yeah. <laughs> it's like, Everyone's like, why do you look like that? And I was just like, this is what I dress like now. <laughs> and so that was like probably like a year. And then I was like, oh yeah, no, I could just be myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any um, like gay role models growing up or gay friends? No. Not really? No. And that, I think that that's the scary. Like I grew up in the 80s and 90s, right? Yes. Like we grew up in the 80s and 90s and it, it's come a long way. Yeah. In terms of equality, we still have tons of work to do. I yeah. mean, obviously we're in the journey yeah. right now, but like even like 20 years ago, it was so it's different, huge. Yeah. you know? Um, so I think that that's like, in t- I was a late bloomer to begin with. And then on top of that, I didn't know any gay people mm-hmm. growing up. There were no gay people on TV. Um, like Ellen DeGeneres came out on her show and then got canceled and then it got canceled. And she was like, just completely lambasted by the media. Like her life was destroyed. Yes. You know, so So, that's an example. That's the example you have. hundred percent. So it was like, to me, it was terrifying because I thought I, I remember like years and years of thinking, I don't want to be gay. Why would I want to be gay? I thought it meant I couldn't have a partner. I could never get married. I could not have have a a family. I couldn't have a career. Like 
that was, it was really scary. And then I remember, um, when I was like maybe 18 or 19, um, Rosie O'Donnell came out on her show. Yeah. 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 And um, I watched Rosie. Oh, I watched Rosie. Me, I so watched much. Rosie. I loved Rosie. I did too. I still love Rosie. I love her. Yeah. I think she's brilliant and brave and very brave. Yeah. She says what she, she just comes thinks. out with all her shit. Absolutely. Yeah. And she gets just murdered for it in the oh, media. Yeah. And, yeah. She and she still does, does not care. You know? She still does it. I think yeah. it's amazing. I love her and she's hilarious and yeah. obviously kind and all those kinds of things. Um, so I remember she came out on her show and a lot of people talk about, like, a lot of lesbians who are, like, sort of the generation above me talk about Ellen coming out on her show. And I was kind of still too young for that. I mean, the what we just talked about, seeing her get... It affected you. Yeah, it affected me, but not because she came out. It was because of how she was treated afterwards that affected me. But when Rosie came out on her show, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a game changer for me. Yeah. Because here was somebody that I really admired, really loved. I watched every day. She had this great career. She had a partner. She had a family. It was all of those things I thought you couldn't have. If you were gay, she had them and she had them and she could go on her show and be like, I'm, I'm the gay parent that like America doesn't know what a gay parent looks like. This This is is it. I'm in your house every day, you know? And that for me was a huge game changer. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would still be quite a few years after that before I came out myself, but I really, that was a really a turning point for me. Amazing. I know. I hope I get to meet Rosie one day and tell her that. Oh, man. We should try to contact her. Rosie. Rosie. Let's where get you her on girl? Twitter. Um, that's a lovely story. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to come back with Hillary Wilson. Woot, woot. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you are interested in checking out the Bedpost Stage Show, the next installment of our Sex and Sexuality Variety Show is happening Friday, September 23rd at 8 p.m. And this month it is happening not on the third Friday like usual, but the fourth. This stacked cast includes Jess Beaulieu, Caroline Doss, Leah Lorenowitz, Michael Mangiardi, Dan Twinning, Hilary Wilson, and yours truly, Aaron Pym. As always, this happens at the Social Capital Theatre, 154 Danforth Avenue, second floor above the Black Swan. For more information about any upcoming shows, follow us on Instagram and take a look at our Facebook page. Thanks so much, folks, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello, and we are back with Hillary Wilson. Hello. Hello, darling. Hello, darling. Hello, welcome to my library. I love it. <laughs> I love what you've done with the walls. Oh, thank you. I love your grandfather clock in the corner. Thank you. I love your tiny bear in spectacles reading a book. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Hillary, so sex. Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> Is that your name? Yes. I'll <laughs> respond to anything. <laughs> um... What are you? So, what is your sex life ne- like now, as a thirty-something lesbian? Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not in a relationship, mm-hmm. um, which I feel mildly fine about. <laughs> Only mildly. Are you? Da- are you trying to like? No, I'm terrible at dating. Are you? Yes. I didn't know that about. Do you, you. want to know why? Why? I hate everyone. Okay. <laughs> I hate everyone when I first meet them. Oh, you do? Yeah. You do? Yes. Everyone. My very best friend, uh-huh. you when hated. I met her, I was like, you hated oh, her? fucking bitch. <laughs> and then like two weeks later, I was like, 
I love her so much. That's funny. Isn't that weird? Why do you think that is? I think I'm just a bad person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's no, I don't know it. what it is. I, do, I, I truly don't know what it is. There are very few people when I first meet that I'm like, that I'm like what a delight. Yeah, eh? Yeah, I'm usually like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Oh, my God. That's funny. Isn't that weird? Because I don't think I'm that judgmental of a person. I don't think that. I wouldn't say that about you either. I don't think I am. Um, I don't know what it is. I think it's like my father, I'm re- resistant to change. And I'm like, I do not need this new person in my life. Yeah, right. And then I'm like, oh, no, they're kind of fun. <laughs> so that's not great for dating. No. It's not. Because I meet this person and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. And it takes me like a while to warm up to them, which also is not great for dating. Because, like, you know, by like date three, you should know whether or not you like them. And like by date three, I'm like, I don't know. I may- I'm not still completely disgusted by their face. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, but by then they're like, like, are we doing this or not? Like, yeah. what's happening? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe one more dinner. I don't know. And then I can it's think bad. about it. And then I'll think about it for like three or four weeks and I'll get back to you. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a long process. It's a long process. And mm. like, most people are not into that. So it right. takes me a while to like, so I do well in like, if I meet somebody at work or I meet somebody doing like something or in like mm-hmm. a class and we sort of get to know each other and then I'm like, okay, I'm into this. Okay. Yeah. So has that happened recently? Like, yeah. Has that happened ever? In my life? Where yes. You, yeah. Where you're like, work with somebody or... Yes. Yeah, that... Yeah, and then it you has. Start a Most relationship? of my relationships have Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, I went to school with them or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That I sort of like, get to know like, mildly. Yeah. And then... And then go from there. Yeah. So I like, in the like, when I get set up, always a disaster. Always bad. Like, I'm not going to go to a club and be like, you. Yeah. So you don't pick up. Like... I do, I'm not good at picking up. Yeah. For dating purposes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more of like a, a casual sex life, I would say right now. <laughs> it's casual. Um, casual is great. It's great. I mean, I it's don't great. want that forever. Are you looking for a relationship? I then? would love to be in a relationship. Yeah. 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 Rela- are you but a like, relationship gal? I do like a relationship. At your, in your core? I do. I think yeah. in my core, I definitely am. Yeah. Me too. Um, but like, I'm not like a sad girl eating like a deep and delicious cake no, at home I, every no, night. No, I don't think that you are either. No. But yeah, I would like. But yeah, I would like to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I eat a deep and delicious cake because as we mentioned before, I love, I love a cake. <laughs> I, you had me intro you that way. Oh my God. If I get, if like deep and delicious sends me a case of cakes. Forget it. My life <sighs> is made. I've outlived Jesus and I get free cake. Like fucking forget it. Come at me, McCain. <laughs> So you don't do any of this online bullshit. No, although somebody just suggested to me, like, why don't you just try it? Yeah, you could. I, I mean, guess. I guess I could. But you also seem to know your game. Yeah, but like, the, I wouldn't say the game is like working super well. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, okay, okay. You know, like it's not really so much of a game as it is like it's like a game of solitaire, basically. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just like at home flipping cards by myself. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I will. I don't think I'm going to be very good at it. Because I really think that, like, if you're opening line, if you... Maybe I am judgmental. Am I a bad person? No. Why? What were you just thinking? I was just thinking, like, if they come at me, like, with, like, a stupid opening line, I'm going to be like, delete. Delete. Yeah. Block. Yeah. Bam. Well, the lesbians do tend to be pretty witty. Hmm. You like a witty lesbian? I like a witty lady. Yeah? Yeah. If someone gives you a witty one-liner, you'll... I'll just sit on on a cake for them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should be your one-liner. They'll be like, "Ever sat in a cave deep and delish?" <laughs> oh, what if they're like, "Yes, I have." I'll be like, oh, yeah. "Check, please." 
Jack, call an Uber. Get an Uber right now. I don't know where we're going. I don't care. I can't. This one's around the block. Yeah. Just need to cool off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So we're going to do, uh, for this show, we're going to do Ask a Real Life Lesbian. Yes. What kind of questions do you think you're going to get? I think I'm going to get, is scissoring a real thing? Is it? Well, I mean... Not really. It's not. Tribbing is, like... Yeah. Tribbing is, like, the technical word for just, like, rubbing just against each other. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Yes. For sure. But that's, that's great. not what scissoring is. No, like, scissoring, scissoring is, like, is like, full, like, legs, interlocked, leg rubbing, legs. rubbing vaginas. Yes. <laughs> Nobody does Nobody that. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Why would you do that? Why? It's uncomfortable. Why would you... What are you accomplishing? But also, like... You're both aiming for a very small area. Like, <laughs> that wouldn't be fun at all. Yeah, and I feel like there's no clitoral stimulation. It would be very difficult. Like, you have to be facing each other, like, trimming. Correct. To be, like, doing anything 100%. at all. Yeah, yeah. but, like, for some reason, like, the male population has decided that that's super hot. And I mean... <sighs> of course. Know, if it doesn't happen. So, sorry, fellas. Scissoring, not a thing. Scissoring, not a thing. Um... The first question that I thought of, what do you... I mean, I think I got this from the L word. Though. Okay, okay. This was a debate on the L word. Oh. When do you consider it sex? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. But on the other hand, I do feel like that's a good question. But on the other hand, I'm one to say, like, like sex is not just, like, heteronormative no. sex. Sex is everything that Correct. you are doing in the bedroom. 100%. Like, that's totally all agree. sex. Yes. And it is all important and valid and... Absolutely. All of yeah. the above. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think it goes back to everything in society is is decided by straight white men. Yeah. And so, uh, not that there's anything wrong with straight white men. Don't get on my back about that, please. <laughs> get off of me! Get off of me! Like, seriously, don't get on my back. <laughs> I have a bad back. But, yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> and I'm not that into men. But, like, yeah, I, a lot of people think, well, unless there's penetration, it's not sex. It's not which sex, is, which is the worst. Absolutely not correct. Yeah. The yeah. stupidest. Matt and I have penetration sex, like, 10% right. of the time yeah. of things we do in the bedroom. Right. In my opinion, if, like, an orgasm is the goal, mm -hmm. it's sex. Yeah, that's, okay, is the goal. I like that, because it's like, orgasm doesn't mean sex, because that means women in the 50s... <laughs> have never had sex. Have never had sex. Yeah. Who have 12 children has Correct. never had sex. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, if orgasm is the goal... I think so. I like that, because if it's just for pleasure, then it's just fooling around, kind of. It, yeah. It's in that, you know, if it's just the pleasure of, like, say, making out and yeah. petting and all this stuff... Totally. It's in the category of foreplay still. I totally agree. If it's just for, like, this pleasure. I think you nailed it! You're gonna do great! Oh my on this god! <laughs> Am I found my new colleague? Am I a sex bird? <laughs> Ladies, I'm available! I love Ladies, it. Ladies, you show up at my doorstep with a McCain Deep and Delicious. I'm yours. <laughs> Find me. Find me. Here I am. Hillary Wilson. <laughs> Sin number. Address. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm not so sure if this Ask a Real Life lesbian segment mm -hmm. is going to be grounded or is it going to be like a bit? That's what I'm thinking too. Mm. Could it be both? Yeah, it could be both. Like joke questions, you mean? Yeah, I think because I uh -huh. think the name of the segment Ask a Real Life Lesbian yeah. I think it's, inspires bit. I think right? so too. 
<laughs> Are you ready for some joke questions? Totally. Yeah. 100%. I'm great with if it's both. Because yeah. it's funny, because I was thinking, usually the sexpert segments are, like, the uh, anchor to the show. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to ground it a little bit. Yeah. I think it'll still get there, though. Great. I would just like to say... Yes? In no way do I consider myself a sexpert. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'd just like to thing. preface it with that. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> At all. Um, but, yeah. I think that would be fun. I think it's good. Some serious, some jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like my life. Yeah. A little, little bit serious, a little bit of jokes. Love it. Um, I uh, am seeing a lady kind of very casually yeah. right now. Great. Uh, which is fantastic. Because yeah. I haven't been with a woman in like two years maybe now. Because uh-huh. Matt and I kind of dabble. We dabble in uh-huh. non-monogamy. Okay. Great. So I would like to say, what would I like to say? I don't know. I'd like to talk about lesbian sex, because I just okay. had some recently, and I haven't in a while. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I'm going down on her, which uh-huh. is very nice. We yeah. have, we have like, a, uh, we have a good setup, because the three of us usually have sex. Oh, great. Yeah, which is very lovely. Nice. Uh, and last time I went down on her, while Matt played with her butt. Okay. Because I feel like it's a lot for me to do all of it. Yes. It is, right? It is. It's a, It's like you're an octopus. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, in some ways, what's a, it's a lady-by-lady lady basis. It's a case-by-case case basis. Totally agree. Yep. Um, on one hand, I feel like it's, like, the easiest thing. Like, guys, figure it out. It's not that hard. Yep. On one hand, I feel that way. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you know, it's not super easy for every woman to have an orgasm. No. And, you know, some women need toys. I need a toy. Yep. I need a toy, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a vibrator? Yeah, I need a vibe. Yeah. I always need a vibe. I don't always need a vibe. Yeah. But I do prefer a vibe. I do enjoy a vibe. I do enjoy it. Yeah. 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 A lot. I didn't always need a vibe, though, but now I'm used to it. Right. right? Now I'm used to it. Yeah. And I've used nothing but a vibe for five years. Right, right. So I'm vibe only. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent vibe. I'm right in the valley, deep in the valley of vibe <laughs> town. Great. I'm gonna let that go because deep in the valley, like there's material <laughs> so there much that there. I'm just gonna there's leave so it. So much there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was very happy with myself that we got her off. I Great. mean, I had Matt there as well to yeah. help me. It was a team effort. It was a team effort, but mm-hmm. I was very pleased with myself. Good for you. <laughs> Congratulations. Why? Thank you. <laughs> Because I hadn't had lesbian sex in a long time. Yeah. I'm not from the school of thought that you should also always give the partner the orgasm. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like you, as a person, should take control of your own orgasm. I totally agree. You know? Like, yep. like just for example, a woman, you know, getting penetrated by a guy. Like, if she's got to reach down and touch herself or get a toy yep. to vibe herself or whatever while mm-hmm. he's penetrating her yeah you know she's gonna she's making herself get off that way totally like i totally don't think that a partner should always have to give the orgasm to the other person especially with matt and i like we do like a mutual masturbation thing usually love it so we're usually getting or we're assisting the other Mm -hmm. but we're very rarely actually even me with him he likes the feeling of his own hand really yeah and like i'll do well, we're having sex for 40 minutes, so yeah. I'm touching him lots of and course. lots. Yeah, yeah. But right when it's at the moment where it, he's getting off, I rarely am the one actually touching him to get him off. Huh. I'm assisting doing other things. Yeah. But yeah. Great. So that's great. But yeah. on, the other, on the other hand, felt really good to give her one, too. 
<laughs> yeah. Sure does. Because I'm one for pleasure. Uh, I like, I find pleasure in giving pleasure. I do as well. Yeah. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I th- feel like you're a bad person if you don't. <laughs> I feel like you might be a bit. A little bit, right? Well, it makes you a bit selfish. Uh, selfish at the like, very least. Get me off and then good night. And then, yeah. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Or Stan. Yeah. In case may take it. I really like um, a vocal partner. Yes. And I think that that sort of goes hand in hand, right? Because it's just like, I, I enjoy someone else enjoying themselves. Enjoying. Yeah. yeah. And it's great for communication as well. Absolutely. Because half of the thing, especially when you are going down on a lady, yep. you're listening, yeah. you're looking, you're yep. reading, you know, to yep. try and figure out what she's enjoying, right? Yeah. You're so, I mean, vocal partner is a communicative partner. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Which is invaluable. Like. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you do that? Well, and it it's only going to make the sex better. Hundred percent. Like it doesn't make sense to just lie there silently and be like, "No, oh, that wasn't what I was hoping for." It's yeah. like when you could have just said a little know, lower, put, put a it little in my faster, ass, or a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touch me here, do yeah. this, do yeah. that, grab my hair. Like, yeah, totally. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Any tips are yeah. welcome. So just lying there like a noodle. Yeah. And then never sleeping with the person again because yeah. you're like, "Oh, well, they sucked in bed." Yeah. And it's like, no. It's like you kind of sucked too. You kind of sucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There wasn't a lot of great stuff going on there. Yeah. And I wonder what the motivation for not saying something. Like lack of confidence, maybe? I think it might be lack of confidence. And like maybe not wanting to like insult the other person, like hurt the other person. Like you're not, maybe yeah. by telling them what to do, that's implying that what they're doing is, is not. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a communicative partner? Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'll walk you through it. Yeah, you will, eh? I will. I've got to. You know what? Yeah. Because it's so different every time, too, right? Like, some days I'm just like, you just can't get that close to my clit. Like, it's... Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, some days it's just, like, not happening. Yeah. Um, So you're saying even with the same partner who you're having the same sex with, that same thing they're doing isn't necessarily going to be the thing you want or need. Absolutely. Day to day. Correct. So keep communicating. Keep the lines of communication open. And I mean, like, I don't know, if you can't talk to the person that you're having sex with... Who the hell can you talk to? Yeah. yeah. And why are you doing it? And why? Yeah, and why? Why? So yeah, no, I like a lot of noise, which is not great when you have roommates. <laughs> I also like a lot of noise, and I've received many complaints. <laughs> From your neighbors. Yeah, like neighbors, roommates, yeah. even the partner I was with at one point <laughs> was like, was why like, are you screaming? Yeah, you really got to like not do that. <laughs> and I felt self-conscious about it for a long time, actually. And yeah. I, I'm, it's not like I'm trying to at all. Yeah. I'm just like, that's how I'm expressing you my let pleasure. let go. Yeah, yeah, right? If I'm not being yeah. uninhibited here, like, where can I be? I know, you know. Yeah. Actually, we um we had a terrible neighbor in our last place. Oh no. Me and Matt, she would bang on the wall. I believe her bedroom butted up against our bedroom. Okay. Okay. Sure. She would bang on the wall if Matt spoke in his regular speaking voice. Oh my god. At like 10 p.m. in our bedroom. No. She banged on the wall once like I get, I work at night and Matt mm-hmm. works at night as well. So I'm in the house at about 1230, taking a shower at about one Yeah. after work. Sure. Once I dropped the bottle of shampoo in the shower and she banged on the wall. Like, what is she just 
on the other side of the wall waiting to bang on it? I don't fucking know. But she complained to our landlord saying that we're being very loud, you know. Oh my god. On and on and on. Yeah. And we're like, we're not being loud. We're living our lives. Yeah. Like we, we, yeah, we get in late. Yeah. But we're not being loud. Yeah, it's not like you're like cranking up the music. We're talking. Like, yeah. And we're fucking showering. Yeah. The one thing that where we knew she really was like far gone. Uh huh. She complained that our bathroom fan was keeping her up, us using the bathroom at night, because the fan was attached to the light. Yeah. It was the same switch. Yeah. When you turn on the light, the fan goes on. The fan was not a noisy fan. Right. It was... <laughs> it was a normal fucking fan. As, as She complained are. that the landlord had to take a look at our fan, because it was so loud when we were going using the washroom in the middle of the night, that fan would keep her awake. We were like, okay, now we know. What a psycho. So what we did, this didn't happen on purpose, but <laughs> this ended it. I'm so excited. Yeah. We had a very loud threesome. <laughs> <laughs> she was banging on that wall. <laughs> we got louder. We had uh, a fucking yes. loud ass threesome. And we never heard from her again. <sighs> She moved out. She oh was God. gone. That's amazing. And we never heard about it again. Oh my God. Maybe you killed her. <laughs> She's still there. She's dead. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. What a psycho. She was insane. And I've never had an experience like that. That's before. crazy. It's insane. People are damaged. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Hillary, are you doing anything fun coming up that you want to tell our guests about? Well, well, I fractured my wrist and I'm going to the fracture clinic tomorrow, which is going to be super fun. Oh no. You meant like theater projects? I meant theater <laughs> stuff, but that's... You just finished a fun fringe kids show. I did show. a fun fringe kids show in which I played a pirate. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that like afterwards the kids would come up and ask the stupidest questions and you want pirate to just questions? be like pirate questions, yeah, just like all kinds of questions. Like They'd what? Just be like, is your hook sharp? <laughs> Try it. I'd be no. like, yeah, let me just burrow it into your brain and we'll find out. <laughs> You're gonna be at bedpost September 23rd. That's right. As our sex person. So you should. Yeah, don't tell people that. I will. <laughs> I mean, I did nail that orgasm is a goal thing. I might. I, I might, might have just peaked. Yeah, like I peaked Oops. on the on the podcast. I can't wait, Hillary. I can't wait it's either. Be great. Thanks for having me today. Oh my god, me too. What a delight! Thanks for coming to my library. I really enjoyed it. Um, everybody, this has been Hillary Wilson, and I'm Aaron Pym. <laughs> the Pimmer. <laughs> this has been the Bed Post Podcast, guys. Uh, check back often because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see Bed Post, the stage show, the variety show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday of every month at eight. The exception being this September show, which is on the 23rd. That's the fourth Friday. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit our Facebook page. We are also newly on Instagram. And lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Steph Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com. 